You're listening to a podcast from Victory. A leader's folly is trusting his own wisdom. Know more about trusting God's wisdom in week four of Rise and Fall. Nasa ikaapat na po tayo. Okay, last time we talked about David, a man after God's own heart. Though he fell into sin, yet he repented. That's why even in the book of Acts, tinatawag siyang a man after God's own heart. And from the succeeding generation, David remained to be somehow the model na ginagamit ng Panginoon sa mga naging sumusunod na hari ng Israel. And today we are going to talk about the life of Solomon. Sabi niyo, Solomon. Alam kong may idea na kayo tungkol sa kanyang buhay, pero hanggit dito sa lahat ay yung pag-aralan natin. Anong matutunan natin sa kanya? Dahil alam naman natin, nahulog siya sa, sa patimong din ng kaaway. Anong matutunan natin when it comes to leadership and also how we can apply it in our personal lives? But I just would like to read this. Sabi po ni Warren Benny, siya po ay founder of the Leadership Institute of the University of Southern California. Sabi niya, Humanity currently faces three extraordinary threats. Ano ba itong three extraordinary threats na ito? Okay, sabi niya, first is the threat of annihilation as a result of a nuclear accident or war. There are actually nations, or but as far as I'm concerned, I only know one, and that is North Korea, who already has a nuclear, you know, nuclear weapon. And I think China is also building one. And that is really a, uh, a threat to humanity because we do not know if war would just happen, everyone would be affected by this. Second is the threat of a worldwide plague or ecological catastrophe. You know, because of climate change, you know, marami nang concern about our environment. At of course, sino ba naman may control nun? Tanging just lang ang nakakakontrol ng atin pong climate. Okay? And third, and this is somehow surprising, the deepening leadership crisis in most of our institution. Every nation has a leader. Do you agree? And every nation, since they have a leader, it's the leader that dictates the tempo of the entire nation. Every decision they would make would affect the entire citizenry. And today we say that there is what you call a leadership crisis, not just here in our nation, but in so many nations of the world. Katulad natin, ang Amerika rin ay mayroong magaganap na eleksyon, hindi ba? At para rin daw, para rin daw, wala silang pamilyan doon. Okay, so there's really a leadership crisis in so many institutions and so many nations as well. Now, sabi niya, unlike the possibility of plague or nuclear holocaust, the leadership crisis in many ways is the most urgent and dangerous of the threats we face today. If only because it is insufficiently recognized and little understood. So what does it mean? It means we, as citizens of this nation, must recognize the urgency to have a good leadership in our nation and in our institutions. Dahil ito po ay makaka-apekto, hindi lamang sa atin, kundi sa mga susunod pang generations. Amen. Now, napaka-importante na ang isang leader ay mayroong katalinuhan. Ang tanong doon is, ano bang klaseng katalinuhan ang kailangan ng isang leader? Naniniwala ka ba kayo na mahalaga ang wisdom sa isang namumuno? Now, the question is, would it be wise to trust a leader who trusts only in his own wisdom? 
Oh, okay. Sige. Salamat, salamat. Alam ko naman alam nyo na yung sagot, pero mas maganda yung nag-uusap po tayo para alam ko kung nandiyan pa ba kayo. Okay? So, today we are going to talk about the about Solomon and the title of our message is Wisdom and Folly. Tignan natin kung ano yung mga bagay na matututunan natin sa kanyang buhay. Amen? Tumayo po tayong lahat at basahin po natin sa my first Kings chapter 11 beginning verse... 1 up to 4, then we jump to 9 up to 11. Handa na po ba kayo? Ready? 1, 2, 3. Now King Solomon loved many foreign women, along with the daughter of Pharaoh, Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonians, and Hittite women. From the nations concerning which the Lord had said to the people of Israel, You shall not enter into marriage with them, neither shall they with you. For surely you will turn away your hearts after their gods. Solomon clung to this in love. He had 700 wives who are princesses and 300 concubines. And his wives turned away his heart. For when Solomon was old, his wives turned away his heart after other gods. And his heart was not wholly true to the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his, his heart turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice and had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods, but he did not keep what the Lord commanded. Therefore, the Lord said to Solomon, Since this has been your practice and you have not kept my covenant and my statutes that I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you and will give it to your servant. Let's just bow our head. Father in heaven, we acknowledge your presence in our midst today. We thank you, God, because we know that your spirit is hovering in the four corners of this place to give us understanding, to illuminate us with your word. I pray, O oh God, cause us to apply the message that we are going to learn in the life of Solomon. Salamat po, Panginoon. Samahan mo kami. Ang lahat ng karangalan, kaluwalatian ay sa iyo namin ibinabalik. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Kapo tayong lahat. Okay. Pag-uusapan po natin yung leadership ni Solomon. Yung kanya pong rise, his rise in kingship, his accomplishment, and of course, his downfall. Now, let's give first the background of who Solomon is. Si Solomon po was the son of David with Bathsheba. Yung unang anak ni David kay Bathsheba namatay. Alam natin yon. Pinag-usapan natin yon last Sunday. Now, nagkaroon sila muli ng anak. Ito na yung hindi na anak sa pagkakasala dahil patay na si Uriah at sila po ay nagsama na ng legal. Okay? So, nagkanak sila ng pangalan ay Solomon. Ang original na pangalan niya is Jedidiah which means beloved of the Lord. Ang gandang pangalan, hindi ba? Jedidiah. Pwede yung ninyong ipangalan yan sa mga magiging anak ninyo. Siguruhin nyo lang na huwag mag-aasawa ng marami. Okay. He inherited the kingship of David. He reigned 40 years in the United Monarchy of Israel and he was the wisest man ever lived in his generation as far as the Bible is concerned. Nap- naniniwala ko ba kayo sa tinatawag na parental blessing? Si Solomon po ay recipient po nito. Si David ay kanyang tatay bago siya nag-assume ng office. May sinabi siya. Dito sa my first Chronicles 22, 11 to 13. Okay? Ito po yung blessing somehow ni David dito kay Solomon. I just would like to remind you, hindi mo rikit may blessing si Solomon, hindi na siya accountable sa kanyang sariling actions. Okay? 
Now, basahin po natin. Sabi now my son, the Lord be with you, so that you may succeed in building the house of the Lord your God as He has spoken concerning you. Only may the Lord grant you discretion and understanding. Sabi niyo, discretion and understanding. In short, that is wisdom. That when He gives you charge over Israel, you may keep the law of the Lord your God. Then you will prosper if you are careful to observe the, the statutes and the rules that the Lord commanded Moses for Israel. Be strong and courageous. Fear not. Do not be dismayed. Ang ganda. Okay? Yung mga nanay, tatay, dapat ibinibless din ninyo yung inyong mga anak sa ganyan pong kaparaanan. No wonder, nung si Solomon po ay uh, naging hari, siya po ay blinest naman ng hunang Panginoon. Katunayan, sa panahon niya, ay nakarana sila ng such tremendous peace and prosperity. Kung sa panahon ni David, what God did was the expansion of God's kingdom in Israel. They conquered so many lands, but there were so many wars. But during the time of Solomon, it was a total peace and a great prosperity. Now, let us look at how he assumed the office. Okay. During the initial stage of Solomon's kingship, in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 3, says, Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David, his father. Sabi niyo, love the Lord. Hindi ba magandang simulan ang iyong leadership with this statement, Solomon loved the Lord. What endeavor you are in right now, whether you are starting a business, or you are starting a family, you are just assuming an office, isn't it wonderful if your name is somehow written right there in the name of Solomon? For example, is Jonathan loved the Lord. Subukan yung i-replace yung pangalan ni Solomon doon yung pangalan ninyo. Okay? Halimbawa is, Ray loved the Lord. Body loved the Lord. Di ba? Ang sarap pakinggan. Glow, love the Lord. Hindi ho ba? Parang di kayo natutuwa. <laughs> Mali ba si Lord? Isn't it wonderful that when you are starting something, the story of your life would begin with this statement? Na mahal ninyo ang Panginoon. Tama ba? Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David, his father. And that is the evidence of his love. The evidence of our love for the Lord is our obedience to Him. Amen. Amen. Now, sabi ng 1 Kings 3, verse 5 and 7, so first he started loving the Lord. Okay? Now, second, at Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask, what shall I give you? And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David. He called himself servant. First, he started loving the Lord. Second, he started in humility. He called himself servant at ang sabi niya, although I am but a little child, bata lang ako. So look at the humility. I do not know how to go out or come in. Most of the people who assume office, especially the highest office of the land, would say, kayang-kaya ko to. I can do this by myself. I know exactly what to do. But as far as Solomon was concerned, he was so humble that he was really hungry for God. As if saying, Lord, apart from you, I can do nothing. I am your servant. Meaning, I will obey you whatever you tell me to do. Amen? 
That's the kind of humility. God is looking for a leader. The more you rise in the office, the greater humility that you should have. Why? Because the truth of the matter is, really, apart from God, we can do nothing. Amen? We need all the help that we can, that we can have from God. So he started loving the Lord. He started humbling himself with God. And then in 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 9 and 10, it says here, Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people. He had the right motive. He started with the right motive and with the right prayer. Maybe, siguro, pagkakayuhit, tinanong ni Lord, ano bang gusto mong ibigay ko sa'yo, Lord, pera? <laughs> Walang kaduda-duda. Walang mong baka yung kagad ang sinabi mo eh. But he asked something based on the purpose of God in his life. God would like him to govern the people with justice and fairness. And God would like him to just lead this nation to greater prosperity so that the name of God may be known. So in line with that purpose, maybe Solomon was thinking, what should I ask from God? It should not be something selfish. Humingi siya ng wisdom. Humingi siya ng understanding mind to govern your people. What is the motive? To govern your people. He started with the right prayer. That I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to govern this great people? And the Bible says, It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. You know, sometimes God is looking into our hearts also on the basis of what we ask from Him. Sometimes we are asking for something that is too selfish. Sabi niya, kung kailangan mo, nalimbawa, kailangan mo ng kalahating milyon, huwag lang kalahating milyon ang hingin mo kasi yun lang yung kailangan mo eh. Paano kang gagamitin ni Lord na magbibless pa ng ibang tao kung ang kailangan mo kalahating milyon at yun rin lang yung hihingin mo sa Panginoon? Di humingi ka na ng isang milyon. Tama ho ba? So you can also bless other people around you. God's blessing is not just for us, but also for other people because God called us to be blessed and to be a blessing. Now, so in verse 12, Behold, this is the answer of the Lord. Behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind so that none like you has been before has been before you and none like you shall arise after you. So could you imagine that God answered His prayer? Not only that, but because God was so pleased in the life of Solomon, He even said this, I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor. Do you believe that God is a faithful God? God knows exactly what we need even though we are not asking for it. Solomon did not ask for the death of his enemies. He did not ask for honor and for riches. And yet God gave it to him. What is the key there? Is because he pleased the heart of God. Is God pleased in your life? Have you ever tried praying for something and God gave you not just the answer to your prayers but even more? Nagpray ka, ang hiningi mo lang is isang bagay, tapos ang binigay ni Lord, mas dagdagdagan pa. Sinong gusto makaranas noon? Taas ang kamay. O, ang tanong doon, sino na nakaranas ng ganun? Wow, praise God. Yung iba, hindi ko nakita nagtaas, kahit anong tanong ko. 
If you would like to please God in your life, you will respond to God in a way that pleases His name. Amen? Hindi hiningi ni Solomon. Sabi niya, totoo dahil hindi niya hiningi yung kamatayan ng kanyang mga kaaway. Pwede naman niya sigurong hingin yun. Lord, lahat ng kalaban namin, surrounding nation namin, patayin mong lahat! But he didn't ask for it. That's why during his time, and yet, ah, during his time, it was a time of peace. Wala silang nakahaway, kabati nila lahat ng mga nations sa kanilang paligid. Unlike during the time of David, that's why David was a man of war. Kaya sabi ni Lord sa kanya, hindi ka magtatay ng aking templo. Bagamat nagsimula sa vision, prepare niya yung materials, it, was, it should be your son because you are a man of war, David. Ito sabi ng verse 14, And if you walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments, as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. I will lengthen your days. Now, makikita yung laging binabagnit yung salitang as your father David walked. Yung ba para bang si David, kung titignan mo yung history niya, kung babasahin mo yun, parang, Di ba nagkasana naman si David? Tama? Pero bakit kinukumpara, ipagkalumalakad ng matuwid, kinukumpara lagi kay David? You know why? It's because when God forgives, He also forgets. It's not how He fell into sin. It's how He rose up when He repented. Binibilang ng Diyos, hindi yung pagbagsak mo eh, kundi yung pagbangon mo. Dahil ang naaalala ng Diyos, hindi na yung kasalanan mo dahil binuburan niya na yon. Hindi niya na isusumbat kasi nagkasala, hindi niya na isusumbat niya the following day. Kung ikaw ay tunay na nagsisi ng iyong kasalanan. Amen. Sabi mo sa tabi mo, pinatawad ka na. <laughs> Praise God. Saan ba nang gagaling? Bakit ang ganda ng hiningi niya eh? Wisdom eh. To summarize. Binigyan siya ng understanding, ng discerning what is right and what is wrong. So in summary, he asked for wisdom. Paano ba? Saan ba nang gagaling yung wisdom? Okay. Sabi ng Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Say, fear of the Lord. Sabi ng, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Nanggagaling to sa ating takot sa Diyos. Bakit? Dahil kung ikaw ay may takot sa Diyos, hindi ka gagawa ng isang bagay na alam mong lihis sa kalooban ng Diyos. If you really fear God, you won't do something against the will of the Lord. Why? Because you fear God. It's a divine reverence, a divine fear. Amen? Kukupit ka pa lang, medyo kinatatakot ka na. Mangungurap ka pa lang, matatakot ka na. Kasi alam mo, God is watching you eh. Amen? That's what you call the fear of the Lord. If you to, to intend manipulate people, especially if you are a leader of the land, Kakabahan ka. Bakit? Because you know that God is there by your side. Unless you think that God is so far away and has nothing to do with you. So the Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Why? Because you have the fear of the Lord, then you will have the wisdom. So you, the only strategy that you will do, the only decision that you will make is based on a righteous character because that's who God is. Amen? You will do the righteous thing. And it is righteousness that blesses a nation. Godly wisdom belongs, uh, godly wisdom is for the righteous. Human wisdom or worldly wisdom or man's wisdom is for the wicked. So if you are a person 
that has the sense of righteousness, you will make decision on what is right, and that's exactly what God would bless. Although sometimes it's entirely opposite from the wisdom of the world. Somehow in the world, God's wisdom makes no sense. But my question is, sino ba ang pinanggagalingan ng blessing? Kilala nyo ba? Yung galing ba ng kamay ng isang leader ang nagpapala sa isang bayan? It is righteousness that exalts a nation. Because God is a righteous God, Siya ang pinanggagalingan ng mga pagpapala. And if your ways are pleasing to God, God will bless the works of your hands. If you are doing business right, God will be the one to bring you clients, to bring customers, will be the one to bless your business. And He'll be the one to promote you. Amen? Do you agree with me? I don't know your current endeavors today, but let me tell you, learn to walk with the fear of the Lord in your heart, in the decisions that you make, because it is the righteous ways that God truly blessed. Now, dito sa my first King 4.29, 32 and 34, makita natin kung paano binigyan ng blessing, ng wisdom itong si Solomon. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding beyond measure. Could you imagine the description? And breath of mind like the sand of the seashore. Do you have any imagination how much is the sand in the seashore? He also spoke 3,000 proverbs. Sino nakapagbasa sa inyo ng proverbs? Taas po ang kamay. Pag uwi nyo sa bahay, simulan nyo basahin. May 31 chapter yan, you can read one chapter a day. At magugulat po kayo, ito ba ay sinulat ni Solomon? Yes, because it is God Himself who gave him the wisdom. You will be now, you will be amazed not just on the wisdom of Solomon, but you will be amazed on the source of that wisdom. By the way, sabi, his songs were one thousand five. Okay, siya rin pala nagsulat ng Ecclesiastes. By the way, verse thirty four. And people of all nations came to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all the kings of the earth who had heard of his wisdom. Wow. Now, let us look at his achievements, especially as a king. So, 1 Kings chapter 5, verse 5, sabi niya, And so I intend to build a house of the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord said to David, my father, Your son, whom I will set on your throne in your place, shall build a house for my name. So, may sinabi ang Panginoon kay David na yung anak mo ang magkatayo ng house in my name. And so, Solomon would like to walk on the basis of God's prophetic word in the life of his father. He built a house for God. And the Bible says in 1 Kings 6.14, So Solomon built the house and finished it. Say, finish it. Anong mga bagay na pinasisimulan ng Panginoon sa inyo? Handaan nyo bang tapusin? If you are just newly married, nagpapasimula ang Panginoon na magkaroon ng isang magandang pagsasama. Are you committed to that? Handa mo bang tapusin? If you would like to have a godly family, eh wag mong awayin ng awayin yung asawa mo. Misan pera lang, pinag-aawayan nyo na. And yet, you would like to have a godly family. You want this way, but you're walking towards this way. Misan, you don't respect your spouse. And yet, you would like a godly family. You would, you would like to have a godly children, but you don't even influence them concerning the Word of God. Like to go that way, but you are moving this way. Solomon built the house of the Lord and he finished it. 
Hindi ho ganun kadali yung pag-build ng house of God sa kanyang panahon. He used excellent materials on the basis of God's exact instruction to him on what material to use on the size of every part of the house of God. Why? Because when you build something for God, God will give you the instruction what to do. Even in the way you build your house, your family, God will give you instruction what to do. It is your responsibility to seek for it. It is your responsibility to apply it. Kaya nga meron tayong mga parenting seminar, meron tayong mga marriage seminar. Why? Because God would like to teach you His Word. His ways would not go against His Word. So if you are building something, for example, may business ka, pinasisimulan mo, you have to consult God. Because God, what He started in you, He would like it to be finished. He who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. Amen. He gave His best. That's why it is the most splendor temple na hinahangaan ng mga surrounding nations. A question is, are you giving to God the best from your heart? Would you like to have a best marriage? Para di kayo makasagot. Hirap talaga sumagot, Pastor. Nag-away lang kami kanina eh. I'm not asking for a perfect marriage. I'm just asking, would you like to have the best marriage? Go to the right direction. Amen. Whatever it is that God is asking you to do, give your best from your heart. Second Chronicles chapter 9, verse 22 up to 24. Thus King Solomon excelled all the kings of the earth in riches and wisdom. And all the kings of the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God put into his hand. Every one of them brought his present articles of silver and of gold, garments, mirror, spices, horses, and mules, so much year by year. For you to have an idea kung ganong kayaman si Solomon. Okay? Tandaan nyo to, hindi, he didn't wealth Meron si Solomon. Ibinigay yan ng Panginoon sa kanya because of the wisdom that God has given him. Now, narito po, papakita ko sa inyo, in summary, dahil kasi sobrang haba nito yung mga verses na ito eh. Papakita po sa inyo yung kanyang salen. <laughs> Hindi niya tinago. Buti na lang walang bangko ng mga panahon yun. Pero ito, isasabihin ko po sa inyo. He received over 666 talents of gold annually as gifts. Regalo lang yan. Okay. Another account. He made 200 large shield of hammered gold with 600 becas, which is equivalent to 1.7 kilogram each, of hammered gold into its shield. Pwede namang bakal na lang. I-gold pa. Another account. Oh. Made 300 small shields of hammered gold with 300 becas of gold each shield. Had 4,000 stalls of horses and chariots. Alam niyo yung stalls? Quadra, parang ganun. 4,000 and chariots. And had 12,000 horsemen. <laughs> wow! Sino kaya ang lalaban pa sa kanya pag lalaman ganyan karaming tauhan niya? He made silver as common in Jerusalem as stone. Nakapunta na ba kayo ng Israel? Ha? Pag nakapunta kayo ron, makikita nyo, yung Israel puro bato. That's the way kinumpara kung gano'ng karami yung silver sa Jerusalem. Overwhelming, right? Not only that, 
there were plenty of cedar. Cedar is a first-class kind of wood being used only in the building of palace, building of the temple. So look at the salen of King Solomon. Buti na lang. Buti pa nga siya. Talaga matalino siya kasi hindi niya itinago. Nilabas niya lahat. Okay. It is in the Bible. This is only the proof how God can bless a person if he would like to. Adyan po kayo. And God is true to His promises. Sabi nito, all His horses were imported in all the lands. Apa, ayos ah. Imported lahat yung kanyang mga horses. Pero, in all of these blessings, the wisdom, the riches, the honor, the glory, mayroon pong warning. Sabi nyo, warning. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, warning din sa'yo yan. Okay. Second Chronicles 7 verse 17 and of course 19 to 20. Sabi dito, As for you, if you walk before me faithfully as David your father did and, the, and do all I command, they binanggit sa verse 19, okay? But if you turn away and forsake the decrees and commands I have given you and go off to serve other gods and worship them, then I will uproot Israel from my land which I have given them and I will reject this temple I have consecrated for my name. I will make it a byword and an object of ridicule among all peoples. If God can bless, He can also withhold the blessing. Or He can take away the blessing because it is God that gives everything. He can also take away everything. Amen. That was the strong warning. Now, let's look what happened next. Unfortunately, hindi yata nakinig sa warning si Solomon. He was overwhelmed with what he had in his life. Katulad din naman minsan, <laughs> ng marami sa atin, at katulad din ng maraming mga namuno na, ng maraming namuno na ng bansa, na overwhelmed sila ng fame, ng glory, ng authority, ng power, ng money, ng women, on their surroundings, na overwhelm sila in such a way na nawawala na yung kanilang first love sa Panginoon. Now, sabi natin ka na, he started in his kingship at ang sinabi, Solomon loved the Lord. Look at the change in 1 Kings 11 verses 1 to 3. Now, King Solomon loved many foreign women. Hindi lang local. Gusto pa imported naman. Now, King Solomon loved foreign women along with the daughter of Pero, Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, Sidonians, Hittite women, abay-ibang lahi. Ito po yung sinasabi ko eh. Nalunod po siya, na-overwhelmed siya before he was being overwhelmed by the love of God. Especially nung dinedicate niya yung temple. Nung dinedicate niya yung temple, talagang bumaba po ang ulap ang smoke which talks about the presence of God. At lahat ng mga priests talagang hindi na makagawa sa kanilang mga activities, kundi lumuhod na lamang sila at sumamba sa Diyos. Why? Because the Lord took over the temple. Ganun ka-please si Lord in the life of Solomon sa kanyang ginawa. What, what happened? Ano ang nangyari? Saan? Saan? Saan siya nagkamali? He loved foreign women. Alam nyo kasi there is this culture during the time. Di ba there was a total peace because no one would go against them. 
because he made several alliances with different nations. And for them to have an alliance, sasabihin ng isang hari ng isang bayan, okay, get my daughter as your wife, as one of your wives. Makikita ho natin, ganun siyang paraan, nakipag-aliansa. My question is this, makinig kayong mabuti. Do you think God can bless Israel even without these ungodly alliances? Maganda yung alliances nila. But the problem is, he made compromises. Bakit siya kinakailangan pong mag-asawa ng foreign women? Pastor, bakit pwede bang lalaki? Ay, pasalong hindi. <laughs> Kasi may utos si Lord eh. Ito ha. At alam niya to. It was not a product of ignorance. From the nations concerning which he had said to the people of Israel, si Lord to, You shall not enter into marriage with them, neither shall they with you. For surely they will turn away your heart after their gods. Solomon clung to this in love. He had 700 wives and who were princesses and 300 concubines. Ano yung concubines? Mayroon tayo sa Bible sa Thou shall not covet thy neighbor's wife. He had 700 wives and were princesses and 300 concubines and his wives turned away his heart. You will ask me, Pastor, how, how did he do it? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Why? I only have one wife. And I'm satisfied, fully satisfied. <laughs> Kaya hindi ko alam, bakit kailangan? Yun nga lang, dalawang asawa, problema na yan eh. Ito isang libo? Paano niya? Hindi ko alam. The point is this. First, God commanded them not to intermarry. Mensal, may mga sinasabi sa atin sa Lord, sometimes for us, it doesn't make sense. But God knows exactly what He is saying to us. His wives turned His heart away from the Lord. That's the reason. That's why God refused to allow them to intermarry with other nations, especially ungodly nations. So, iba-iba yung kalilang Diyos. Sasabihin, sabihin ng isang asawa niya, ah, Solomon, honey, is it okay for us to go to that mountain and let us worship my God? Let us offer something? And Solomon would just say, alright. Okay. <laughs> then the other one say, Solomon, sweetheart, can you just, can we go to that place and let us offer an offering to my God? Okay, Solomon would say that. Sasabihin ng isa, Honey pie? <laughs> Sweetie pie? So, lahat pinagbigyan niya. Anong nangyari? Nawala yung puso niya sa Diyos. His heart. Sabi rito, and his wives turned away his heart. From being an obedient child of God, he became disobedient to the Lord. Nagkaroon siya ng disobedient heart sa Panginoon. Ang sinabi yun, ibig sabihin, nawala na yung Takot mo sa Panginoon. The greatest visible evidence of the fear of God is obedience to God. So without obedience, there is no more fear of the Lord. Pwede naman silang pagpalain ni Lord kahit na sila ay hindi makipag-aliansa sa mga ungodly nations. Kung sabihin mo na makipag-aliansa pero hindi naman kinakailangan yung Diyos-Diyosa nila, sasambahin mo rin. Pero siguro, dahil mga powerful nations din yon sinabi niya, alam niyo yung 
yung wisdom sa mundo, okay? At ang, yung ibang sinabi na, basta distorted, unrighteous yung wisdom, ang sabi mo, ah, wais, kilang wais ka. <laughs> Ganun eh. In this world, meron sariling wisdom eh. Worldly wisdom ang tawag doon, or man's wisdom, it appears to be right, but in the end, it will lead you to destruction. Di ba sa mundo, sabi ka na, ah, pagka mangungurap ka, huwag maliit, dahil kasi pag nahuli ka, kulong ka, hindi ka makapagpiyansa. Maganda na yung magnanakaw ka, bilyon. Bakit? Eh kasi, bayaran mo yun dyan, bayaran mo lahat yung mga kalaban mo, so meron ka pa. Makakalaya ka pa. Kaya hindi humatigil ang korupsyon sa bansaho natin. Dahil sa mga compromise, dahil ang pagtitiwala ay sa salapi, wala sa Diyos. Si Solomon, kung siya'y nanatiling may takot sa Diyos, matuloy siyang magtitiwala sa Panginoon. He would not be insecure because God is able to bless him even without these alliances because God is sufficient for him. Is God sufficient for you? Sabi po ng Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him and He will make your paths straight. When you are doing something for God, God must be in control of our lives from start to finish. This life is not all about blessings it's not all about finances. It's not about money, material blessings. Listen to me. All of those things are good. God is the giver of them. Amen. Amen. God is the source of anything good. All good gifts come from the Father above who does not change like shifting shadows. Lahat ng maganda gusto ng Diyos because He's a Father to us. We are His children. It is God's will for us to be blessed. But, Christianity, our relationship with Him is not on the basis of what we can get from God. It's not on the basis of material things. It's on the basis of God's love for us and in response, our love for Him. Period. Christianity is about our personal relationship with God through Christ Jesus. He demonstrated His love. And so we are responding back to that relationship. Parang, Sa mag-asawa, kayo ba'y mag-aasawa dahil ano ko, mayaman yung mapapang-asawa ko, kaya ko siya pakakasalan. Pakakasalan mo siya dahil mahal mo siya o dahil sa mayaman siya? O dahil sa makukuha mo sa kanya? How much more our relationship with God? God would like a relationship. Actually, walang kailangan si Lord sa atin eh. God is still God even, even though we, we don't exist. But we, without God, we are nothing. Dapat po nating maisip na yung buhay natin dito is all about our Creator. Anong sabi nung kanta kanina? You made me for yourself. And I was touched by that. Lord, nilikha mo ako para sa'yo. Sometimes our tendency is to run away from God to, and be on our own because we thought we can do it on our own. We can get away with anything that we do because we think we are the king of ourselves. We know what's right for us. We thought we know everything. But without God, let me tell you this, we are nothing. Wala ho tayong pwedeng ipagmayabang sa Diyos. Sabi ng 1 Kings 11.4, As Solomon grew old, his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God, as the heart of David his father had been. So Solomon did evil in the eyes of the Lord. He did not follow the Lord completely as David his father had done. And you know what the consequence of this? 
First Kings 11, 9 to 11. And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice and had commanded him concerning this thing that he should not go after other gods, but he did not keep what the Lord commanded. Verse 11. Therefore the Lord said to Solomon, Since this has been your practice, Ano yung ng practice? Paulit-ulit mong ginagawa. Do you believe that God is compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in love? Sometimes we are even wondering, Lord, why is it you're, you're still blessing me? Kahit na nagkakasala ako sa'yo, I'm violating your word, and yet you're still blessing me. You know why? Because God is just waiting for you to repent. And it's because God is compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in love. So even though Solomon was actually doing the violation of God's word, still God was somehow blessing him. The Lord says, since this has not been your practice, since this has been your practice, and you have not kept my covenant in my statutes that I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you and will give it to your servant. Alam po ba ninyo, lahat ng pinaghirapan ni King Solomon sa isang kisap mata ay nawala. Nung siya ay namatay, nahati ang Israel into a northern and to the southern kingdom and both had a wicked king. Everything! Unless the Lord builds the house, the labor of those who build it is in vain. Masasayang ang pagpapagal ng mga taong nagtayo ng isang bahay na hindi talaga ang Panginoon ang nagtayo. At the end of his life, naintindihan niya. That's why he wrote Ecclesiastes. Babasahin natin yung sa una at saka yung dulo ng Ecclesiastes. Sabi ni Ecclesiastes 1-2, meaningless meaningless or vanity vanity says the teacher utterly meaningless everything is meaningless lahat ng mga material na bagay is meaningless lahat ng bagay na na-accumulate niya meaningless lahat yun because kahit sa isang kisap matay pwedeng kunin yun ng Panginoon kung hindi man kunin yun ng Panginoon yun pwedeng ikaw ang kunin niya mamili ka <laughs> why even this life God owns this life amen Tingnan natin sa last chapter of Ecclesiastes, verse 13. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep His commands, for this is the duty of all mankind. That's the conclusion. This life is all about God from the beginning to the end because He is our Alpha and our Omega. Let's give Him praise. We exist for God and for God alone. We exist to glorify Him, to honor Him. How are we going to live this life? Let us live it with the fear of the Lord. Then we'll have a wisdom. But when godly wisdom bends, when the fear of the Lord ends. We would like godly wisdom. But if there is no fear of the Lord, it would become a folly but would become man's wisdom alone without the blessing of God. Thank God because when God sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, we have learned so much that Jesus Christ is really the wisdom of God. 1 Corinthians 1, 24-25 But to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger 
than men. Christ died on the cross. And many think that's foolishness. How can somebody who died would save the world? That's foolishness before the world. But for God, that is wisdom. Because it is through the death of Christ that He saved all of us. It is through the death of Christ that we are all saved, have eternal life, and we were all cleansed from all of our sins. It looks different from the perspective of the world, but from the perspective of God, that's wisdom. That's why Christ is the wisdom, and He is also the power of God. If you want wisdom, the starting point is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the beginning and the end of wisdom. Let's bow down our head. Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness. Teach us not to do everything in our own ways, in our own human and worldly wisdom. Help us to do it your way because we trust you. We love you. And teach us more to trust you, to put our security in you. Thank you, Jesus. As our head bowed down, eyes closed, I would like us to reflect. What are the ways that we have that is not according to the ways of, of God? Maaari sa tingin mo, maganda yung ginagawa mo, dahil minsan nagbubunga naman ang maganda. Pero ang tanong pa rin, naluluwalhati mo ba ang Diyos sa bagay na ginagawa mo, sa paraan mo? sa pag-iisip mo, sa pamamaraan mo. Don't resort to ungodly wisdom. Don't resort to man's wisdom, to worldly wisdom. It is God's wisdom that God blesses. It is righteousness that exalts a nation. Ano man yung mga kasalanan yun, pamamaraan yun, it's not yet too late for you, for you to turn away from those ways. Surrender them to God and ask God to help you, to give you the grace so that you can do your thing in God's ways, in His wisdom. Lord, I pray for your people. Lord, listen to their confession. Listen to what they are saying to you. Look at the repentance of their heart and their humility. Church, confess to God whatever it is that you would like to confess to Him. He is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all of your unrighteousness because He is a loving God. Lord, you are so good. Thank you for your love. Thank you for another chance for us to rise again. Thank you for another chance for us to do things in your own ways. I can sense may mga marriages dito nag-struggle. Sometimes you tend to blame each other. Stop blaming each other. Come to God in humility. Both of you have, both of you have accountabilities and responsibilities. Lord, heal broken marriages. If they run their marriage not on the basis of your own, of your wisdom, Lord, let your grace abound to them. And let them stand again, hold hands again, and start all over again with you, Jesus, 
as their starting point. Thank you, Jesus. Pero dito nag-struggle sa kanyang finances because on the first place na baong ka sa iyong pagkakautang. Marahil nagawa mong maiwasan yon if you just heeded the voice of God. But now you're struggling. You may be suffering, but you can ask for God's mercy to be upon you. Seek that mercy right now. Lord, bless that person once again. And let him learn from his mistakes. Thank you, Jesus. I'll take this opportunity. Kung kayo hindi pa po nagsunay, tunay na nagsuko ng inyong buhay sa Panginoon, God is knocking at the door of your heart. If you would like to start living this life with the wisdom from God, then Jesus is what you need. Kung gusto po ninyong tanggapin si Lord sa inyong buhay bilang inyong Panginoon at tagapagligtas at kayo magkaroon ng buhay na walang hanggan, can you just lift up your hands? I want to pray for you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that hand. Don't mind the person beside you. It is wise to receive Christ. It is wise to receive Him in His in your heart. When He touch when He touches you, don't harden your heart. Thank you so much for that hand. Thank you, Jesus. Don't be afraid. Don't lift up your hands. If you have not truly surrendered your heart to Jesus, this is the moment. Just lift up your hands. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to count. One, two, three. One, two, three. Last call. Just lift up your hands. Thank you, Jesus. Those who lifted up their hands, can you just stand up for a moment? You're making the right decision. You don't have to be ashamed. Can you just lift up your hands like this as a sign of surrender? Follow me in this prayer. Sabi niyo panginong Jesus, salamat sa pagibig mo sa akin. Patawarin mo po ako sa lahat ng aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Tinatanggap kita sa aking puso bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas. Sa iyo na, Panginoon, ang buhay kong ito. Salamat po, O Diyos. In the name of Jesus. Amen and Amen. Palakpan po natin ang Panginoon. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.